I'm Becky Karish, and you're listening to Creative Guts. Hello, and welcome to Creative Catalog Takeover. Periodically, these bonus episodes are taken over and hosted by someone other than Laura and Sarah, and today is one of those days. I'm a former Creative Guts guest, and I'm the founder of Read to Me Literary Arts. It's a school for writers where people discover they can write amazing things. I'm a writer myself and I'm working on a novel, and I'm here today to share some of the creative things I have been loving lately. First is the poem. (laughs) It's a poem by Ross Gay, and it's called To the Fig Tree on Ninth and Christian. It's in this book of his, he's written a bunch of books, called Catalog of Unabashed Gratitude. So every couple of years, I find myself reading aloud a Ross Gay poem for other people, This isn't a super planned thing. I don't like have it on the calendar every two years to read aloud. But once it was for my podcast, which is called Read to Me, in that I read aloud some beautiful work and then I explore why it's so powerful. And that time I read a poem of his called Burial, which you should go look up. It's um, incredible, mind-bending. I don't even have the words for it. And I'm a writer. So this time it was just a couple days ago, I had grabbed a few books off of my shelf, thinking that maybe in one of them I would find a prompt for this day-long writing retreat I was going to lead out in Amherst, New Hampshire. And Catalog of Unabashed Gratitude just happened to be one of the four books that I that I put in my bag. I think Walt Whitman was in there too, and Diana Whitney, and um, oh, probably Ursula Le Guin. She's been hanging around lately. But... The thing is, when you find yourself at the edge of a Ross Gay poem, which I did, I was at that day-long retreat and I picked up his book and I thought, oh, I think I'm going to read something from this. And I opened to to the poem. I was at the edge of this poem, about to read it, started reading it, and I got a few of the words on my tongue. And when that happens, you get a few lines in, like two lines in, like 12 words in, you realize really, really quickly that you've either got to completely surrender to the work and what's happening in your mouth and in your brain and in your body, or you could kind of fight it, try to pump the brakes, try to control it, like be careful in your reading and not follow the rhythm and think about it really hard before you have the words in your mouth and try to get ahead of it and you just fall off the page and you lose the thread and you probably bite your tongue. So, you know, Roske, he doesn't use a lot of punctuation in his poems. Some of them have these tiny, tiny lines, just a few words, and the lines roll into each other. And 10 lines in, you're in a totally different image or a totally different time zone, a totally different set of relationships, a totally different culture than where you were when you started and you can't totally remember how you got there and you just have to go and listen and let it move through you while you are as open as possible to the thing that the poem is doing. It's so much fun. (laughs) To the fig tree starts when the narrator's walking down a street and he's caught up in his thoughts and then he hears the sound of sweeping on the sidewalk and a bunch of lines later we end up in this arc of humanity gathering figs and it's magical and funny 
and it's familiar his work is familiar as like your best friend's laugh and it's as sexy as a new date's laugh and it's as sad as your grandma when she thinks no one's looking and his work is as big as history all in these tiny 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 lines that roll and roll and roll into each other reading aloud a Roske poem is like getting a soul massage so like sign up for it go get that book catalog of unabashed gratitude and the poem that i recently read was called to the fig tree on ninth and christian go for it okay that's one now the second thing that i have been loving you ready roske really gets the blood up i gotta like calm down a little bit but the second thing i've been loving it's called 20 minute candles this is a very literal name. This is not a metaphor. 20-minute candles. A great friend, a colleague, a sister writing teacher, she sent me a care package. And in it, there was this little box, a starter set of 20-minute candles. And there's seven tiny beeswax candles. There's this small metal candle holder. There's a box of matches with a really nice line drawing on it. And a candle coaster like to catch any errant wax and so each candle like you put it on the little candle holder you light it it burns for about 20 minutes and that is the perfect amount of time to get an idea down or to journal or to write a prayer or even just get into the habit of a writing practice or meditate or focus on doing the dishes like whatever you got to do the candles are so small and so lovely that each one feels really special and to light them is sweet and tiny. It's a sweet and tiny way to make time for your creativity, real time, and for yourself. And it's such a kind gift. I love them because our dreams and what we make of them, that matters, especially when we're aiming to heal and not harm. And sometimes 20 minutes a day, or in my case, like 20 minutes a week, that keeps the dream alive, the candle tiny beautiful candle so you can find it i completely recommend it as a creative practice or support to your creative practice you can find it at 20minutecandles.com and that's the number two the number zero minutecandles.com all right that's it thank you so much for joining me today for this bonus episode and if you're curious about what i do how I teach writing and work with writers. I'm at www.readtomeliteraryarts.com, all spelled out. And I'm on Instagram. Not a whole lot these days, but I am there at Read to Me Literary Arts. And a special thank you to Bug for the background tunes. Find more about Bug on Instagram at Typical Bug. And you can listen at www.soundcloud.com slash music for bugs and as for creative guts whom we love and we love their work if you want to follow them which i recommend you can find them on facebook and instagram at creative guts podcast and they got all their stuff online too at www.creativegutspodcast.com and listen if you like this if you got something out of this like you're going to go get those candles. You're going to go read that poem. Consider making a donation to Creative Guts. Their budget is tiny, <laughs> smaller than the candles. And donations of 
any size make a big difference practically and emotionally and in terms of morale. Creative Guts, they're a small nonprofit, but their work is so big and far bigger than this one podcast episode. So learn about them. Make a tax-deductible donation at www.creativegutspodcast.com. It matters. Thank you for listening. And with that, show us your creative guts. Creative Guts.